Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. Anything? <laughs> Rinny, we both have uh, masks on right now. Sheet masks. Sheets, sheet masks. Mm-hmm. And um, Corinne's going to talk like Hannibal Lecter for the show, I guess. <laughs> I always feel like I can't open my mouth wide enough to talk or eat or drink while I have a sheet mask on. Right. Mm-hmm. When it's, the thing is, is you can. Mikey's is just dangling yeah. from his cheek. <laughs> well, because I have a beard. So like, and don't steal. The, if anybody listening to the show steals this idea, I need to be cut in um, as a percentage partner. But... Someone should be wait making, for it, folks. Someone should be making masks for bearded men. Mm. I think that the Venn diagram of man who wants to wear a mask and man who wears a beard, um, there's a pretty small subsection of man who wants both of those things. <laughs> I would say that's absolutely true. Yeah. How's it going? That was episode sixty-two. Wow. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Big week this week i know we we've missed out on you guys for two two weeks two and a half weeks something like that um i think that the fact that the uh our world was and is still hanging in turmoil with the election i don't think that we felt completely up to making a show i think we're both um evacuating into our pants a lot (laughs) we were also making phone calls oh we were calling a ton Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. minnesota for trump obviously obviously minnesota florida Yep, those are the two uh, main ones. Who else did we talk to? Texas. Oh, Texas. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because there was oil. I had a couple. Oh, and North Carolina. I had a couple. What was your? What's your main issue? Oil. I'm sorry. Did you say oil? Oh, right. People vote <laughs> because of oil. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because um, oil is a human rights issue. Is ultimately it's so important. Definitely. So yeah. So we didn't check in with you guys. What happened? Well, we just, you know, we just, Rindog's just been baking a baby. Mm-hmm. We do have a new president, which is super fun. So good. Oof. There was lots of good news in these past few days. Yeah, there has been a lot of good news. I've been, you know, kind of bummed about what Trump's people are trying to do, but it's so expected. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but what about our our land? Yeah. So we got a true lay of the land yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Via an ultrasound. Sounds sexual. Mm. let's not um um, yeah so went in yesterday for uh basically six and a half between six and a half and seven week ultrasound which isn't typical for Mm. just you know pregnancies that happen without monumental intervention it is typical for ivf though yes okay yeah that's That's my understanding Yeah, yeah okay um i didn't completely know either because people ask me they're like oh so she's 10 weeks already or 11 weeks or whatever maybe it's not and i was then. like oh uh, no she's six and a half and so yeah. no, but those are people that hadn't done ivf okay yeah 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 i think it's i think it's typical for ivf so we have this one and then the final one before the handoff to where who we're gonna do the birth with mm-hmm. um is at the end of november but this one I wasn't entirely sure what it was going to entail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the 
so you you know all the ultrasounds happen in these few rooms I didn't think it was going to be my doc I thought it was going to be a nurse practitioner but he walked in which was really cool yeah and um I looked over at the you know the ultrasound monitor is up as soon as I sit down and you see your name at the top and then there's several boxes which I have been you know accustomed to seeing most of which in the past have said like right ovary left ovary because they just want to check how things are going and I looked at the boxes and one of them said fetal heartbeat and I was like holy shit that's that's where we're going today yeah that's what we're doing and we had looked on the interwebs and like looked up six and a half week ultrasound and it was kind of conflicting information. They were like, you know, kind of, it's like, uh, making sure things are moving along, making sure baby's doing okay. And yeah, but, and then some of them were like, you'll probably hear the heartbeat. Like that's a thing. But then other one said, probably not. And, um, and, and then I talked to another friend who he and his wife had just had their 10 week and they weren't able to, they didn't have them hear the heartbeat. What? The heartbeat, they had them look at it, but not listen, not hear it. Which I was like, what? So I don't I don't know. I don't get that. But huh. anyway, so we were not expecting that. And also, like, we had not really, like, you know, you had had your levels checked and all those different things. But, like, we didn't know for sure that, like, we didn't know what was going on, right? Sure. So it was nerve-wracking. And so, and, of, and fucking COVID, Mikey could not be in the clinic right so mikey <laughs> so i'm i'm videoing with my phone i think much to the chagrin of my provider he was a oh. little interesting about me turning the camera on yeah um and i was like sorry bro like if he you know if he can't be in the room this it's got to be documented right for him. yeah so fuck off <laughs> we love our dude i mean he's awesome but yeah but it's a little bit he's also kind of kind of an interesting fella just personality wise but yeah, gotta be able to see it. And I was, and I had called the clinic. Rinny had wrote, written, written, Rinny had written <laughs> to them, and we were just like, "Listen, you guys gotta be, you know, Mikey will get like a COVID test or whatever needs to happen." And they were, they stuck to their guns, which yeah. you know, I appreciate that, but fuck that. Yeah, it's policy. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we heard yeah. 111 beats per minute. Woo! Tiny like a racehorse, little. Peanut heartbeat. Yeah. So, so cute. Crazy. You know, maybe we'll put up a, the picture of um of our little peanut. <laughs> peanut and yolk sack. Peanut and yolk sack. <laughs> yeah, it's the little baby, and then right next to the baby, and then they you know they write on the screen baby, and then right next to that they write they wrote yolk sack. <laughs> My old high school nicknames coming yeah, back to haunt me. Definitely. Right. I know. Is that going to be the name of our band, our family band? Yolk Sack? The Yolk Sacks? God, that'd be awesome. Yeah, pretty good. Or, well, it should be the Yolk Sacks, and we all play saxophones. The three. <laughs> <laughs> A three-person sax three band? Three-person sax band. Yes. The Yolk Sacks, maybe. <laughs> yes. Or the Yolks folks. Or something. Yeah, yolk so sax. good. <laughs> <laughs> and we do covers of, like, death metal or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, because the be obvious choice would be jazz. Or sure, of course. Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but... It's, um, yeah, it's definitely. We do metal. all screamo covers. Totally, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, and our little kiddos is the, the screamer. Yeah. yeah. 
Mikey's playing his alto sax. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. And so it. I was so Rennie sent me the video and I was sitting out in the in the car in the parking lot just crying, mm. you know, because it's just it's just so emotional and it's like real and oof, I don't know. And it's also it's an amazing place to be because you're in the clinic parking lot and every so first of all it's this it's this fun I mean the the building is so fancy and like you know people coming in for IVF there's like I, I I don't know I mean there's some very nice cars pulling into the lot and whatever but the parking lot has the like parking spots that are the size of like maybe a Prius tiny tiny yeah. and so and then the space in between the car rows is like tiny yeah so it's the most awkward parking lot and one of the most emotional parking lots I've totally. ever been. People totally. are coming out having heard really bad news or really happy news or whatever. I don't know how there's not more accidents. Yeah, backing into there's gotta be. and because it's yeah. You're you're in a haze, I oh, feel like. Sure. <laughs> Anytime you're in the fertility. Totally. Clinic. Or you or you've just had blood drawn or like, yeah, you know, totally. whatever. And so I was sitting out there crying and like in any other parking lot when I'm crying. Um, <laughs> I feel embarrassed, but uh, this this parking lot, it was like family. Oh no, there's been many a tear shed in that parking lot Definitely. for sure. <laughs> I watched them. It was yeah, it's it's quite a thing. But yeah, yeah, this is it's wonderful. Yeah, it was super exciting. And so then the other exciting part is that I get to decrease some of the meds that I'm on. Yeah, I thought maybe this would be like saying sayonara to shots and injections every night not but so much that is not the case no um funny tmi story so i'm injecting progesterone mikey's injecting progesterone yeah and then i'm also doing this insertion of progesterone mm. which um is sort of weird and mildly uncomfortable and also, um, there's a She's lot of... She's inserting it into her, eye, her tear ducts. Of course, yeah. Tears. Um, there's a lot of, uh, what's the right word, leakage of... That's the right <laughs> word. Because <laughs> it's a big, it looks like a sweet tart, the pill that you're inserting, It does. Inserting, yeah, right? it totally does. It's quite large. And, you know, your body's not absorbing at all. Yeah. And, um, and so I was sitting, you know, you're sitting for an ultrasound with... You're nothing on from the waist down. Winnie the Pooh. You're Winnie the Pooh on it. And you're sitting on a, you know, exam table with paper and a chucks, which is kind of like that diapery thing that you sit your booty on. Right. And then yeah. you're covered up with a, a, you know, that was big sheets of paper. And um, I was sitting there and I was like, oh boy, either I'm peeing the exam table right now. <laughs> Or I'm experiencing some leakage. And <laughs> it's one of those moments where you, you, you like you have to make a game time decision, but you feel like there's no right decision that you could make. Um, yeah. I felt so panicked. Like I have to have a wand shoved up me right now. Mm -hmm. Do I have time to go like, clean myself and figure out what to do with the exam table do i just ride it out because this has maybe happened before yep um it, and it's it's one of those i feel like infertility treatment moments that is just totally bizarre <laughs> like, oh yeah 
Well, it's, I mean, it's the, the Fairley brothers or someone like that could do like such a great oh, movie totally. about all the weird shit totally. that you have to do, that women have to do, that men have to do, whatever, all involved with fertility stuff. Yeah, totally. Jerking off in a room. Yep. The amount of shots that you have to do and like maybe the person that you're with is drunk or like stoned <laughs> or scared of needles like right. he's passing out. I mean, there's a million things that I just think are so f- And vaginal discharge. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, What'd you end up doing? Yeah. So game time decision. Yep. I Front flip over the table. Totally. Yep. Somersault. Um, and I just, I just decided to clean myself up. So yeah, RQ, I think that's the right decision. put my pants on, ran to the bathroom. Oh, out of the room. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, gave myself a good wipe, came back in and this was really cool. I used to volunteer at Planned Parenthood. Part of my job was restocking the chucks. Oh. And so I thought... I bet there's more chucks in this. There's a under the exam table. There's a little drawer. Oh. And I was like, they're either there or they're in the cabinet because yeah. that's where Planned Parenthood kept them. And I was like, M- you know, maybe this fertility clinic has a special yeah. little spot, but I'm just guessing for quick access, they're in one of those spots. And they were. It so you the- pulled the other one off. Definitely threw it away. Threw it out. Put a new one on. Definitely. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's G move. I knew that you figured it out, but I thought yes. you just wiped it. No. Wow. Good job. Yeah. Because uh, it is like the chicken diaper, like in a. Yeah, exactly. Like a it is tray. very much like that. Yeah. Yeah. When you buy chicken in the styrofoam. Sure. Yeah. It's got to soak up the, the excretions. Yes. Like <laughs> God, that's great. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty solid. In the spirit of this show where yeah. we have shared far, far too much. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was it's such a great moment because there's this like very what felt to me sacred experience that I'm going to have hearing my baby's heartbeat for the first time. Yeah. And <laughs> you don't want to be I'm sitting in your own seat. Running around right <laughs> with my pants off searching furiously for chucks so that I can be covered up before the doc comes in. That's fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the spirit of the show. Yes. I you know what we we have not we never like when we stopped doing bindles and things like mm-hmm. that we never really decided we just kind of stopped doing them. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should bring them back. Yeah, I mean it was we couldn't really fit cuz we do want to keep the show tidy. Tight. 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's see where we're at right now. We're at like 15 minutes. Yeah. Sure. Well, I was just thinking of like I just like the bindles and the recipes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we've been cooking a lot lately. We've like full disclosure the other thing that happened with us when, and I might have talked about it on the show, not sure, but basically when COVID started, we were like, dude, we got to get a van. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to do the COVID van, sprinter van sort of experience, but like the budgie version of it. Oh, so, super budgie. Yeah. So we, you know, there's some of these vans that are like 150,000 bucks. <laughs> like we're like, fuck you. That's three houses in Syracuse. And so we bought a van and then we're tricking it out basically ourselves. Like we have some professionals cutting in some of the things into the windows and stuff, but we're going to end up spending like 40 grand and it's going to be badass, but it's going to be like our COVID adventure vehicle and we're going to be able to whip to the coast, never get a hotel room again, go to Colorado, go to New York, all those things, adventure around with a baby. Yeah. So in that sense, we haven't like we've been budgeting, but like 
you know, we bought a van. It's right. still expensive. Uh, but one of the things that I've been really doing is like cleaning the house out. And Facebook Marketplace so good. is so awesome. So A, I'm a member of a thing called Buy Nothing Portland, which is, you guys probably know what it is. It's like they're everywhere. But it's this idea of like gifting things. So everybody's kind of, it's just a place to give stuff away. So I've just been like putting rugs and different things from the house on there. And it's amazing. And then I've been selling things through Facebook Marketplace. And it's so rad. It's so quick. Mm-hmm. People just come shit, pick shit up off your porch, Venmo you the money. I don't know. It's yeah. awesome. That's my bindo. Yeah. Is get rid of, just get some of the shit out of your house. <laughs> That's all I got. Great. No problem. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I know we have been really tucking in, it feels like, and cooking a ton and thinking about um, just ways to nourish ourselves yeah. in the best way. You got a recipe? Well, the most recent really successful, super easy thing that I've made is um, a loaf of keto bread, basically. Yeah, it was super good. It's super good. You made it into French toast. I know. And I don't I don't know if I've talked about it. I don't think so. It's so... Isn't it the five ingredient one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I've talked about it, forgive me. But um, for those of you that are, whatever, eating paleo or keto or do occasionally. Um, If you've ever purchased bread, which is typically in the freezer section at a grocery store, it's so expensive. So I I just can't justify like $10 for a loaf of bread or something. Absolutely not. It's so insane. And, you know, the ingredients are, it's nothing special. It's usually like almond flour and water and eggs. Well, um, I just and I just think that like the keto world, the, like all the fad diet world. I know that whatever some people would balk at it being called a fad diet, but like it's it's become like the wedding industry. Where yeah, the sky's the limit. Unbelievable. With price points. Yeah, there's this cereal that Rini eats that's like good. It's a very good cereal, and it's like twelve bucks for a little bag. Yeah, it's nuts. And I have like a handful of it at a, at a time as my dessert. And it's you know like what I, I think would is, never sit down and eat it. And you know what I think is is fucked up about that is like all of those things like they're great for people's diets, but like there's a lot of people that are lower income or whatever that need something that would be like in that category. Sure, that would be like less refined sugars, all that stuff. And it's totally out of their, their price range. Absolutely. It's bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. So this this is a, we'll, we'll link to it because um, I really like this woman's recipes. They're very straightforward, um, keto friendly. Uh, you know, she's got a couple of cookbooks, but she's done a really brilliant job of, of making things accessible and affordable. And this particular bread, it is, I think it's five ingredients, almond flour, psyllium husk, um, egg, water, maybe baking something, soda powder. And it's great. It, it has to bake for quite a while and it's definitely better toasted or made into a French toast or something like that. But it's the same quality as the bread that you would get in the grocery store, um, you know, of the kind of keto paleo variety and actually quite better than some. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been a fun 
Oh, I love That's it. That's been a fun find. It's super good. And I must admit that you baked some some paleo and keto things that I've not liked. They're not great. Yeah, no. totally. There's and been some epic fails. There's been some pretty bad <laughs> fails, yeah. <laughs> but this one's really beautiful, too. When it comes out of the oven, it, you know, you just put it in a loaf pan, obviously, and it even gets like a nice crack split on, top. on top. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really very satisfying to make because it's, it's so easy. One, Literally anybody can yeah, do it. Yeah, and it develops a crusty skin like a baguette yep. kind of. And yep. you, could, you could steam blast it too, like give it a little mm-hmm. spritz uh, with a spray bottle right as you put it in the oven and, and get a little bit of that sheen like a baguette. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's, could you do an, like an egg you could do an wash egg wash on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. You could also do like a salt wash. I can't remember what they call that, but it's like salt water basically that you put on over before. Sometimes we do that with bagels. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's really, really good. It's dense. You know, it's, it's not like your, you know, neighborhood bakery wheat flour baguette. Right. Um, we did also just get a seeded loaf of uh, like a batard from a bakery on the way home from a hike. And uh, oh fuck, it's so good! I just we just almost ate half the loaf. <laughs> yeah, but this is a really. I feel like this is a, a great recipe to try at home. Yeah. If you're, you know, especially if you're like just venturing into mm. that sort of diet. Totally. And you want a you want a good bread replacement? This is when, a pretty good one. Yeah. So we'll link to it in the show notes. It, you know, it's also, I just feel like this time of year, I like, I want to get back into talking about, you know, our bindle and our recipes sure. and kind of like all that stuff. And we can also bring back our favorite segment, which is eat the baby, eat the baby, <laughs> which I think it's a peanut right now. I don't know what size it is, but like it's five millimeters. Blueberry. Yeah. Five millimeters. Five yeah. millimeters. That's right. And so, yeah, we're going to bring back eat the baby. Yeah. So I know. This... I think, I think we had a period of, t- I think. I don't think I know. Yes, we had a period of time that was feeling um, scary, a little yeah, scary and harrowing. Harrowing, <laughs> you're right. I definitely the the Friday before, so my ultrasound was on Monday, and I got home from work on I think it was the Friday or the mm. Saturday, and um, I just got hit with a wave of the cries. Oh yeah, we were watching TV and it was in between and like just I paused the show or something. I was like, "Hey, you want some dessert or something?" <laughs> and Rinny just looked at me and I could, you know, Rinny doesn't cry, really. And I was like, "Oh, wow, what's going on?" Yeah. And the the big thing for me was I don't have any nausea. Right. And I'm not experiencing, you know, everybody I, almost everybody I talk to says, oh, just wait till six weeks. Just wait till six weeks. You're going to be so nauseous. You're going to not want to eat anything. And I remember when I was pregnant, the only other time I was pregnant, people said the same thing. And then I had a miscarriage. And yeah. it's it's like, you know, you hear these this thing that's sort of in our collective consciousness, morning sickness is the sign of a healthy pregnancy. Like I've heard that that sentence so many times in my life. And um and so I was just feeling because I've 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 just kind of been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting to feel nauseous and waiting to have these like, oh man, I only want to eat bagels. Um and it 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 all just hit me this weekend like oh my god i'm not having any of that 
oh my God, I'm going to go into this ultrasound by myself and the doctor's going to have to, like the last ultrasound that we had was pretty traumatic. Yeah, sure. And here we go again. Yeah. When this was a lot of the reason that I was trying to scale the wall. Yeah. You know, I was like, listen guys, you got to let, I mean, come the fuck on. Like the partner needs to be there for some things and like whatever i you know it's one of the it's one of the parts of this show that i think kind of is breaks my head a little bit because it's like i want this show like when we have interviews on this show i want it to be like come in tell us your story and i think that people when when you're pregnant and they've been pregnant they want to tell you what they've gone through right Mm -hmm. and i think it's great i think sharing stories is, is awesome i think what people really need to absorb is that your story is just that it's your story and unless you are a doctor that's saying like i've seen a thousand pregnancies ten thousand pregnancies and every pregnancy has x y or z or whatever i just think that everybody's pregnancy experience is so different Mm. i know plenty of people that have had one pregnancy that were like they were sick the whole time the other one didn't even know they were pregnant really right and it's just i just feel like you're doing your fellow pregnant folks a disservice by saying that your reality is the only reality you know and i just don't think it helps to to you know i don't know just understand that it's like everybody is so the bio individuality of life in general but especially pregnancies is so specific and so give my wife a fucking break (laughs) if she's not sick she's not sick it's totally fine (laughs) but i don't know i just i just wanted to be like I don't know, just have a little bit of compassion around the idea that maybe your story is just yours. Right. Well, and I I think also women that have been really sick during their pregnancy would be like, fuck you, bitch. Right, that's fine. Smallest violin, you know? Yeah, (laughs) and I feel the same way about bitches that get pregnant after two margaritas, like, you know, and aren't trying or whatever. So we're all fucking sitting here in a Mexican standoff with our guns out. I don't give a fuck. But just have a moment. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I can find my way to worry and anxiety ah. in every possible totally. pretzely contorted way. Of course. Um, but this, this for some reason, is something that's just really implanted in my brain. No and pun. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that is. But, but Monday was definitely a really big relief and big confirmation that um there's a there's a healthy little nugget in there when you've also had a lot of the other things you've been tired you've been hungry you've been you know like all all the things that you i mean you're hungry always but but you're not (laughs) someone who's yeah yeah, you're not someone who's gonna nap in the middle of the afternoon no right when he took a three-hour nap yesterday Like, holy shit, it was Well, awesome. it was after the ultrasound. Right. I think I just had this like big emotional right. purging, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> I was like, okay, now I can sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's great though. And yeah. I just think that it's, you know, I I feel like we're, you know, we're getting to a place where we're going to feel a lot more kind of confident about a lot of the things moving forward. And, you know, we've also told everybody like through the show and then a lot of our friends just anyways, you know, about the pregnancy because we want to have our squad on board. Yeah. And you know, we want to have and I build, and I think that the idea of having people there to support you, whether it's people that you know or or that you don't know, is that people are there to non-judgmentally just be a a 
of support. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where I think we've all been through um, the protests that happened this year. We've all been through a lot of things where maybe we can't sympathize. Maybe it's not something that we've actually been through ourselves. And I think in a pregnancy situation, even if you've been pregnant, you haven't been pregnant as that person. Right. And you haven't been in that pre in that pregnant person's body with this pregnancy. So maybe just empathize and say, tell me about what's going on with mm -hmm. you. And say the right things. You don't, I don't think you need to be giving people information. Mm -hmm. I kind of think it's not helpful. Mm -hmm. And so listen, support, love, get that person to tea, socially distance, you know, whatever. <laughs> but but I just think it's just be wary of, of giving people really pointed advice. Yeah. Because I just don't think that, it, unless it's kind of general advice, like expect the unexpected or, you know, whatever, totally. or like, you know, keep your chin up. But I just think taking too much from your own experience and putting it onto someone i don't know it's kind of a dangerous thing yeah and we love you we do <laughs> do you um, want to go and um watch some tube yeah well Great. i'm gonna prepare our Ooh. delicious dinner tonight which is just in case anyone needs some inspiration please um lentils and cauliflower rice and Ooh, and some crusty bread. And crusty bread. But I'm not going to make that. Right. Um, and I think we're going to season lentils with like cumin and mm. it'll be kind of like smoky, delicious lentils. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Wonderful. Tons of onions. Yeah. Mm. I'm down. Friends, we're so glad to be back with you. Uh, we've all gone through a lot of things together. The election is not Did it. over. But we did it. The election just is over. Just take a second. Yeah, just take a... No, and you can celebrate all you want, for <sighs> sure. But eyes on the prize. Still got to get Trump out of office. True. Georgia is still in play for the Senate. True. And we got to remember Ossoff and um, Purdue. And then who's the other... What's the other one called? Warnock? Yeah. I think it's Warnock is the, is the Democrat. But anyways... Take a little bit, chill out, do your thing, but then see how you can help. We did some phone banking this year. It was fucking awesome. It was, it was not. It was actually really. It was not scary. Quite rewarding. I was. It. I didn't want to get screamed at by Trump supporters because I thought that I was going to unleash on someone. But it was really great, and I think we Rinny definitely helped some people. So, <laughs> well, I had one night that was like success after success. Yeah. It was, you know, because you go through a script that just pops up on your computer sure. screen. And literally every point of the script, people were like, oh, yeah, I, I could use help finding my polling place. I'm like, are you a robot? Yeah, it Am might I have been an actor. Yeah, exactly. A plant. <laughs> but yeah, so just remember, just see how you can help out in Georgia. That election's coming up in January, special election. Or how do they call it? Runoff. Runoff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So... I don't know. Go to some places. Vote Save America actually is a good place for resources, but also just just look up Georgia election. Well, and Stacey Abrams. And Stacey um, Abrams of Fair Fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. But we love you guys. Uh, Mikey and Rin stay in on Insta. Hello. Mikey and Rin on Insta. Oh, yeah. Mikey and Rin on Insta. Sorry. Um, let's eat at Mikey and Rin. Stay in .com if you want to send us some love. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You can also just think about us. Yeah. Close your eyes and. Send us your heart rays. We feel it. Ooh, I like heart rays. Mm -hmm. You can also just close your eyes. Then. And masturbate. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking more masturbation. No. <laughs> yeah. You can think of, you can hear our dulcet tones. Ooh. Really take it to the house. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm Mikey. 
I'm Rin. And tonight, I think we need to just shake it up a little bit for our finale. Oh, Mikey always says the same things and starts everything the same way. Like that? Fuck you. No, I don't. I switch it up. That one was a little more jazzy. We got to think yolk sacks. Oh, yolk sacks. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're on the on the saxophones though. <laughs> Sound like a snake charmer. Is that no, I was Rex going in to, yeah. Yeah. All I want to do <laughs> is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. boom. Just the rope. <laughs> Hell yeah. Teddy Riley. We see you. I see you, Virginia mm-hmm. Beach. You know it. Bye. <laughs>